The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. everybody welcome into the day that we call roll call friday dave sherapan matt peralt the bostonian versus the book if you guys are here on youtube and twitter get ready your name might just get called out today as being a part of the brigades what we do every friday on a roll call friday we may not now have not just one guest we might have two guests depending on how we all play this whole thing out big combat sports weekend yeah one more sleep yes not the boxing Got the UFC. We got them both covered today. Good to see you, sir. How are you on this Friday? I'm good, man. It's uh, it's um, uh, what's it called? Something in Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburghese weekend. No, no, no. Why? It's it's Yinzer Palooza. That's what it's called. Here, Yinzer Palooza weekend in Pittsburgh. They're playing the Phillies all weekend. They're doing all kind of things. So um, it's big. It's David Bednar bobblehead doll night tomorrow. And I found out that the bobblehead plays renegade when you touch its head. Does it include like a a suitcase in moving because he's going to get traded tomorrow? This would be highly (laughs) ironic that if they do the bobblehead night Saturday and he gets traded on Monday, be terrible. But yes, so excited about that. Excited about Roll Call Friday, as we always do every single week right here on the YouTube channel live. The replay runs at night on SportsGrid, at least for now, and it's going to keep doing so for now. But you can always be a part of the show right here. The show is at Boston versus the book on YouTube, the at symbol. Did you see the shorts, P. Roll? Have you seen? I, yeah, what's going on. I want to give. Shorts? I want to give some clarity because you guys are commenting on this on the shorts and saying, "Nice job, Peralt." This is not me, guys. Oh. Yeah, I'm. I'm posting it. Yeah, but Will from Sports Grid is responsible for all of them, and we couldn't be more thankful for what he's doing. It looks awesome. Oh. It's been a huge <laughs> hit on the YouTube channel. And we're going to do a lot more on the YouTube channel as we go into football season. So kind of get yes. ready for announcements and things that we're going to be doing. We're yes. going to focus a lot 
on the YouTube, kind of the core business for us is going to start to really focus in on what we're doing on YouTube and what we're going to do with you guys in the brigade. We want to try to codify that connection between the show and you what guys. What did you say? What word? <laughs> codify. Codify. Yes. That's very fortuitous. It's a it's a, a, a welding of two things together. Ah. So mm. another word for welding, I guess, or, or melding or, or combining or connecting. So we'll do that throughout the football year, but just be on the heads up on the lookout. We're going to start to do some fun things on the YouTube channel. As we mentioned before, you know, changes and options and things that are coming on in. So we are taking calls all the time. We've got t-shirt conversations, hat conversations, special show conversations, live show conversations. Uh, we're going to figure it all out and have it be announced at some point in August probably early August. So stay tuned for all of that. Some of you guys have been privy to the, to the conversations. We've met some of the brigade members during this process and had yes. calls with some guys and having, you guys are doing incredible work. We know what roll call Friday is because our phones, you know, I, I get up at seven 30 and I have 55 messages on my phone. It's like, what in the world is going on? Like you just, every morning you just wake up and it's like, Oh yeah, it's Friday. I forgot. You guys are all jacked up and that gets us jacked up. We get out of bed and we're ready to go. It's, it's, so much fun going to sleep Thursday, knowing how many messages am I going to wake up to? How many notifications on the Twitter at sports BK at sake for me at sports talk, Matt, for you at Boston versus the book for the show. You guys are putting us in tagging each other. I mean, it's, it's so much fun. We'll get to it. We got to do a couple interviews and then we'll do roll call Friday. We'll come in about, I'm guessing about one hour from now. 11.30 Pacific, 2.30 Eastern approximately. But at the beginning of the show, um, just put the city you're at without the area code at the beginning. Without okay. the area code, guys, just the city you're at or the state, if you'd like, or the country. Because we got guys in Australia. I might not know the city. Right. Up in Canada, same thing. If you're in Canada with the city, please put in Canada, not CA. Spell it out. We appreciate that. I wanted to mention off the top, yeah. um, Mikey Awesome, obviously, big part of the show, came to Vegas for the live shows. He left the outfit at the D. It's still at the D security office. Mikey, I'm sorry. I apologize. I have not been to the D since. But his youngest son, Sebastian, has his opening night for his first performance in a community theater play wow. tonight. Very and cool. Just wanted to mention him, shout him out. Brigade nice. will do their thing, wishing him the best. We might have some other appearances by some family members here. Stay tuned. Kylie being on the show yesterday was a big hit with oh, everybody good. but her. She was like, I didn't even watch the show. I said, oh. well, thanks. Like you were on the show. She's like, yeah, that's fine. I'm busy. I'm in South Carolina. <laughs> so that's, that's how we roll. Big weekend here. I, I, but the door will be knocked on today. Just FYI, heads up on that. It's going to happen today. So it's birthday weekend for Madeline. So she will be making an appearance at some point. I guarantee she will be on the show at some point today because it's her birthday. And she gets to remind me whenever I'm saying no to something, she's like, yeah, but it's my birthday. Okay. It's like the Trump card for everything. So we'll see how that, how, how the That's show works out. Yeah. That's how it, it works. Right. Yeah. yeah. Birthday. You didn't do birthday weeks. Did you? We do birthday day, like birthday yeah. night. You get to yeah. pick where you go to eat. Yeah. That's what we do. My birthday's in August. It was never, we were either on vacation or busy getting ready for school. Like I didn't, I had like three birthday parties my whole life. 
So wow. personally, it was nothing major for me. Yeah. Um, but I try to make it as big a deal as they want to make it. Yeah. You know? we're, we're doing something different with Maddie this year because you know, the show, the, the store lush lush huh. you know yeah. the store. I've heard of it. Yep. Yeah. So you can, you can shop there. Do you shop no. there? I own well, Madeline does. I don't, but you can, after they close, hmm. you can rent it out. <laughs> so we're renting out lush for the party for her and six girls oh. and one boy and one boy oh. to go and make bath bombs for their party. So we're going to California pizza kitchen for dinner and then across the street, going to lush where they'll go and make bath bombs and other stuff. So very girly, very girly. Oh birthday. yeah. It's a very girly, mm. a very girly birthday. So uh, we'll do that coming up on Sunday night. So yeah, that's going to be, that's Madeline's very excited though. She's very, she's very excited about that. That's fantastic. Uh, welcome to the silly season for college football because camps are opening up and now Yesterday, we talked about Colorado being officially invited to the Big 12. Yeah. And now the Big 12 saying, you know what? We're not done. We want one more team to join. They want 14. The fear is for someone to go to 16. That's the big worry because that's the big super contest. For, for, I think, the image of college football. That whoever goes to 16 first, that sets the ball, the ball in motion for whoever goes first wins. I don't know who wins, but it just, it starts this, uh, like what you called it. College football needs to be careful because it feels like Armageddon is coming. Oh. And so if you have four 16-team power conferences, why do you need the NCAA and why do you play around with any of the other stuff? So I think administrators are concerned that if we're the first ones to go to 16, what happens? What's the? Are we the ones that will be blamed for whatever happens with college football, whatever the, the result is, we may look back on it and be like in history, like, Oh, remember when they went first, they messed everything up. So the big 12 wants to go to 14 teams. Is it what they, what they want? But the announcement that they said 14 teams could go into has now caused the ACC to announce <laughs> right. that we're going to expand. And we want to be a part of this part of this party as well. And we're interested in coming ahead and, and being a part of this. This is the tweet that came out today from Heather Didich of ESPN. Mm. A Big 12 source told me their ADs at a meeting this morning and repeated what I told you guys here yesterday. 14 seems to be their best number. The question is, who wants to be the first one to really be a part of the Big 12 now and join us? We've got room for one more. So this is all now being thrown around with teams that may be looking to, to expand. Right. West Virginia, SMU, Oregon and Washington. Two of those four teams could wind up in the ACC and or big 12. If you're a West Virginia fan, how badly do you want to be able to play Pitt every year? Um, if you're a West Virginia fan, would have to ask a West Virginia fan. Would you leave I think the big 12? Would you leave to go and play in the ACC? West Virginia? Yeah. Oh, uh, we, we can we'll ask Behow that. We'll have Behow on the show. We'd ask him. I, I think would they leave the Big 12 to go to the ACC? I would think yes. I think yes, too. Geographically speaking, it makes way more sense. Oh, yeah. It brings back the pit rivalry. Yep. So you get that back. You play that every year. 
that's good for business. And let's be frank, basketball wise, they're going to have a tough couple of years here in the wake of what went down with their head coach. So they're going to have to take some time to recover. They've lost a lot of talents, a lot of kids left. So maybe it's better off to get out of the big 12, which is going to be, you know, top to bottom, one of the most difficult, if not the most difficult conference in the next couple of years to play college basketball in. Not that the ACC is easy, but you may have an easier with where Duke and North Carolina are and the rebuild and the new coaches and everything else going on with that conference. Well, I mean, basketball-wise, it puts them back with Pitt and Syracuse. Yes. So they're back in the old biggies. Yep. It gives you those rivalries back. Like, right. That's that's a good thing. Yep. Football-wise, I mean, they can be closer to the top than the bottom right away. Football-wise, yes, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, Clemson and Florida State are still going to be right, tough, but, but they'd yeah. be closer to that yeah. than they would be to the bottom. They're, they're the like on level of North Carolina, like that. They're like that type of NC State, North Carolina. Yeah, they'd be right there. I mean, I think mm. it would be a no-brainer for West Virginia. The weird thing is Oregon and Washington being on this list makes no sense. Like we know that UCLA, Oregon and Washington, to where the ACC. ACC. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Right. Doesn't geography have to be part of some it has equation? To be. It's I mean, not, but UCLA and USC threw it out the window. I mean, you have a team in Rutgers. Well, in, not a Big Ten is coast to coast. There is no there. There is no, no geographic no, anything. Nothing. So now you've got Rutgers to LA, you know, Jersey to Los Angeles. So if you're the ACC, that's already been thrown out the window. There is no geographical preference anymore. So you could put a team. You could have Oregon. And Washington. Hey, you got two teams. You guys can play each other and then we'll come out to you, play two game sets. You know, we'll come out, bang, bang, build the schedules out to go. It's ridiculous. I think the ACC has to say this, like we're expanding because their schools, their top schools are being targeted by the other conferences. Their top two schools are, yes. Right. Mm -hmm. This is one of those, this is one of those moves, right? Where, oh, we're expanding too. You guys should come with us because, you know, now I saw the story yesterday to Florida State's talking about going to the Big Ten. Yes, it's possible. I mean, they're be they're all everybody right now is doing the whole. This is like a free agent talking to teams, <laughs> right? Drive the market the season up. Season starts in a month. Well, that's my question. That's why I'm bringing this up because do you subscribe to the idea that in the handicap we have to take into account that both Texas and OU will leave the Big 12 to go to the SEC and that UCLA and USC are leaving the Pac-12 to go to the Big 10. And now Colorado is leaving the Pac-12 to go to the Big 12. That, I mean, these are conference paid officials. (laughs) Like, do we have to be concerned about this? That there could be games and flags? and Some people might. I, I don't think so. But again, just trying to watch the game on the field. I have no... But it is, it is on the field. This is this is on the field. We're talking yeah, about the I field mean, conversation. They're, they're gonna they're gonna, you know, officiate differently because they're leaving the school. I don't I don't see it, but some people might. There's a conspiracy theory for everything. So maybe I so. Mean, bedlam. So they're already talking about bedlam that Oklahoma State's gonna ruin Oklahoma because <laughs> OU's gonna go there to Stillwater and it's gonna be like ten to nothing in flags in the first half. And OU is going to be able to, you know, Oklahoma is going to run them out of the place because of it. Oh, I mean, again, we'll see it when we see it. Until then, we can all speculate. I mean, uh, I, I just can't help but think Cletus. 
you know, and throw in a flag and, and remember the Titans when when Herman and and uh, the other coach's name in there said, I'll I'll call everybody. I'll let everybody know. Let the boys play. All right, we'll 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 see. I don't know. Yeah. That would be oh, it would be so obvious, wouldn't it? Like there's nope. a lot of eyes on this. There is, but if it's a flag that could go 50-50 and you can justify throwing it or not throwing it. Jeez. It's just a question. Something it, it could even be subconscious. They might not even know. Oh, don't say that nobody knows. They they wouldn't even know. They know. They're very aware of all of it. These conferences, these games this year, uh, this is going to be so interesting to see what happens. I cannot wait. The year after is going to be even more interesting when the volleyball team has to take these road trips that they're going to be gone for a week. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, you're going to, oh, let's go, you know, let's go play Penn State, Ohio State, Rutgers, and Maryland all on the same trip. What about class? Oh, you'll do it online. You know, yep. the, 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 the challenge is the football team goes on Thursday or Friday, plays the game Saturday, they're back home Sunday. Mm-hmm. These other sports where there's multiple games in multiple cities and the long road trips, the logistics of having teams coast to coast. I know how hard it is to get the kids together and just go to California for the weekend. Like just that, yeah. and which has to be coordinated. You're going to take the band. Yes. No, you're going to take this. You, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts and everybody's just like, Oh, oh get, get the TV. Money. Well, it's also, I mean, to your point, the teams that are going to travel the most baseball, volleyball, hockey, they don't fly charter. Unless they're playing for a big boy. They're right. And we know how big of a mess air travel is here in this country. Man. I mean, every day we're seeing people coming into Vegas being like, that was crazy. I got diverted this. I got that. I was on the tarmac. I lost my bags. Da, 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 da. Canceled flights, delayed flights, whatever. Uh-oh. First freeze. First freeze. Snap your fingers. Yo, these, snap your fingers. These teams are these teams are gonna be dealing with all sorts of different things. So, uh, you know, I'm going to be very curious to see how this plays out in the way that it, I mean, we've already seen the WNBA talk about it, that they are looking for charter flights for their games and they play 40 some, some odd games. So it's different than what happens Mm. with volleyball and whatnot, but it's still, we're hearing more and more about travel being a problem and like, Hey, if we're going to do this, we've got to be taken care of. Now, some Universities do have their own planes and they will fly their teams around the bigger teams like Texas volleyball, I think flies charter. So like the, the, there are some big, big programs that do have the ability to send their teams on charter. And it's a big recruiting tool to come in and say, Hey, look at, we don't fly a commercial. We fly charter. So you get, you know, basketball. I remember when Creighton started to fly charter, it was a big deal. They, they flew when I first started covering them, they were flying, you know, commercial airlines. Commercial. Yeah, commercial. They're they're going through security and everything else, and then they started to be able to fly. Commercial became less and less, and then it was nothing. They don't fly at all now. It's all charter flights that they fly around. So the bigger the money, why did tuition costs all go up? Everything goes up, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely, it all goes up. Spending goes up, and they got to find the money to go ahead and go and do it. And some of it is donations. Some of it is boosters who come in. Some you know boosters have planes and just say here, (laughs) you know, right. It's it's why Creighton plays so often here in Vegas. They're playing you know a lot here over the years because of Michael Gone and his connection to Creighton. So Creighton people come in, they stay at the South Point. It's been kind of an ongoing thing. Get it? Like it? 
that's just kind of how it is, but we'll see. Some guys in the chat, I see B2 bar, da- bar down, Roger Long, Mr. Freeze, uh, 32. Can you trade teams for teams? Like right. Jay Dow Betts said, send Maryland back to the ACC and we'll take Florida State in the Big Ten. Oh my Can gosh. you imagine doing yeah. that? Well, they would, I think they would want to do that, but they couldn't do it the first time around. Tallahassee wasn't a big enough TV market. Right. I mean, the Big Ten didn't care about your, they cared about two things. They cared about your market size and whether or not you were in the AAC. No, sorry, AAU. Sorry. You were an American accredited university, AAU. Okay. okay. You were Nebraska, Maryland, Rutgers, all part of that. Academics, mm-hmm. the academics were 1A and 1B. Your market size was huge, but they took Nebraska. So it's, you know, it's Omaha and Lincoln. No, it's, the university, it's the academics. Yes, go get them. History too, fan base too, but Rutgers, same thing. Football stinks. Sports generally stinks, but they are part of the right academic group and New York. <laughs> they get the market. Same thing with Maryland. You get DC. So there's different ways of doing it. Colorado isn't really, it's just a brand for the Big 12. It's right. better than BYU, but it gives more in that like the Big 12 wants to be back in the mountain time zone. They're going to be back in the mountain time zone in a big way. They've got the two biggest schools now in the mountain time zone. Correct. In BYU, in BYU and Colorado. I, I think for a couple of the conferences, regionalizing is a good thing. Like I, would think I just so. looked down in the chat. I mean, John, welcome to the show. I haven't seen you in the chat before, but he came in and said, West Virginia makes sense to the ACC. They have Pitt, Syracuse, Boston College, and Virginia Tech. That would cut down on travel costs for all of the programs, and it would make those rivalries bring those things back. The rivalries in college football are what make college football, right? Well, and a lot of that is geography, like your point, like Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, Pitt and West Virginia. Yes. Like your your fan base is – they want to go back and forth. They want to be able to go to the games. They want to be able to go to the rival game, get tickets to the game and be a part of it. Go tailgate. You can't do that when USC is playing Rutgers. Like it mm. just, it doesn't work. So, I mean, there's a pocket of fans that will fly on the team charter and whatnot. You'll have some, the band may show up. You may have some people who are going to be there, but it's not going to be the same. <laughs> oh, the energy is not the same. It's impossible. It's- it's been built over decades, mm-hmm. and then they just blow it up. I cannot believe that Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. I pay attention to that game because they named it Bedlam, and they can't stand each other. That's why I watch it. I have no ties to either school, although Billy Sims was my favorite player as a kid, and nice. I loved Oklahoma. Okay. But Gundy, and I'm a man, and I'm 40, That got that side going. I kind of dig that uniform color and I pay attention and sometimes you just root against Oklahoma's fun. Taking away that game seems so myopic, seems so like silly, but Oklahoma sees the bigger picture. We got to go. We're going to get the money. Well, who does Oklahoma state become a real rival with? Nobody. Nobody. TCU, TCU probably is the most likely. I don't mean to be smart to either school, but like, eh, come on, you're right. That? Geographically speaking, that's the closest Big 12 school other than Texas Tech, but no one cares about Lubbock. So, oh, <laughs> I mean, it's Lubbock. You're right. <laughs> that's I've never been. Have you been? Oh, yes. Oh, oh. you've been. Oh, it's oh. that good. 
That's so, there's certain schools that when you when you go through and you're like, how what? do you convince anyone to go here? Bobby <laughs> like, Knight coached there. He was Bobby Knight was exiled to Texas Tech. Oh, <laughs> he was sent there. It's just West Texas is tough, man. Mm. There's nothing out there. It's the start of the desert. It's hot. There's no people. <laughs> New Mexico is a beautiful state, but there's no people. There's nothing to do out there. I mean, got anybody I, watching a show down in Lubbock, Texas? I don't know. Close. I, I played Big golf. Business is down by Houston. No, he's in a total. He's in, he might as well be on the moon compared to where where Texas Tech is. He's eight hours away from it. Right. We always forget how big Texas is, but I mean, I've been down there a bunch of times. I mean, I, I played on a golf course where I drove golf balls into Mexico over the Rio Grande River. Oh, nice. That's <laughs> what okay. I teed it up and started whacking golf balls over there. So, so like, said, stop talking about college football conferences. He, he gave us the ZZZ in the chat. So, Cal, college okay. football is coming up. We got to talk about this stuff. That's all right. He, he'd rather talk about, you know, tonight's baseball games. That's fine. I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't like to. It's, we'll get to it. If I could do football, I'm doing football every darn time over doing tonight's baseball games. But I mean, just, just one finishing bow on this because we're wrapping it. But I think one of the fun things, maybe not fun, but one of the interesting things is going to happen in the next couple of weeks is what schools feel confident and comfortable about their positioning and what schools do not. Meaning UNLV is potentially going to try to make a move. San Diego State is potentially going to try to make a move, try to join one of these conferences and set up bigger bigger matchups. We know everybody wants Vegas. The Pac-12 comes here all the time. Pac-12 basketball championship and Pac-12 football championship. Yes. What does the AAC look like? What does Memphis do? Memphis is a team that's been very much looking around where they're going to wind up going. They could join the AAC, they could join the ACC, or they could join the Big 12, for that matter. It sounds like the Big 12 wants one team to raise their hand and say, we want in, and here's what we're going to do for it. Because if the stories are correct, the team that joins the Big 12, if they are a group of five school, they will not be eligible for the full share of the new TV revenue. Oh. So whoever whoever's going to be like... I'll come for a discount. I'll, I'll take the invite and I'll take half the money that that guy will take. And it becomes a negotiation. So how that plays out over the next couple of months could be very interesting because the new deal for the big 12 starts in 2025 and the PAC 12 is trying to negotiate their TV deal right now. So okay. their, their deals up at the end of this year and they don't have a new deal coming up for 2025. So San Diego and Las Vegas make perfect sense. I would love to see UNLV in a power five conference. They'd get killed, but it would be a lot of fun for us to go watch those teams come play here every year. Uh, yeah, it would. I mean, it wouldn't be fun for UNLV fans. <laughs> I mean, unless like they got people better. People that really like bleed and, and want to see them be successful and win. They're so overmatched. Like they're Even just, now. In, that's in what I'm Mountain saying. West they're in a Mountain it's... West and their <laughs> season wins is like four, you know, the, the, the the competitive against it's actually high though compared to what it's been over the last couple of years. It's been one and a half the last two years. Well, I don't know what it is. I I I, I think I it's three and a half. Is it three and a half? Okay, yeah. that's that makes sense. Well, so it's there. I used to take bets on under one and a half all the time, <laughs> and it didn't hit last year or the year before. Actually, I think they won two games the last two years. Yeah, so I did that. Uh, the trade deadline sell-off has begun. The New York yes. Mets have gotten rid of their closer. 
They're they won the game after a rain delay and then traded him out. <laughs> Robert, Thanks, Robert Robertson is gone now to the Marlins. Is it yeah. weird that David Robertson wound up going to the Marlins? Does it matter, I guess, because the Mets are out of it? Well, I don't think it matters. The reality is that they probably don't probably they're not going to make the playoffs. Mets? No, they're not. It's just interesting that they're trading him. He's 38 years old. The Marlins bullpen has been somewhat of a mess. And you're giving him to a rival. I mean, they're in the division. The rival doesn't matter to teams like the Mets. They're done this year. They're going to fix it and blow it up, whatever they can get for their pieces that people want. Mm -hmm. They're going to sell and they're going to try it again next year. They've, you know, do do they have the highest payroll in baseball? I think they have the highest. The Mets? It's by a waste. Well, ways doesn't always work. No, That's- 350 million. No, I mean, it's, it's, but <laughs> I can't wait to see who comes next. Like how many of these is Scherzer getting traded? Will they move Max? Will they move I, Verlander? I, I, we got guys, you know, at MLB, we got guys in New York. I'm, I'm doing my best to try to, Deliver the breaking news right here on Bostonian versus the book as best I can. It's tight lipped, but they are having the talks. They are 100% having the talks. Next Tuesday is going to be fun. It's going to be, I, I, I don't know. I, think I actually think it's going to be, be quiet. I think Sunday is going to be the crazy day. I think most of it gets done Sunday. Well, the new series, a lot of them start Monday. But mm-hmm. Tuesday is the start of all the new series. So Sunday, they may finish. They may have these talks all weekend. And then, and then boom, yeah. blast it out Sunday night, Monday yeah. morning, or the day before. Yeah. I'm not sure we get many. I, I have a feeling that the dead, because it's a weird day. It's Tuesday. So I don't know how many deadline deals we're going to get. I think we're going to get a flurry of action on Sunday and Monday. Oh. A lot of See, relievers. I I, I love it. I, I like the day. I like the, the moves. And you try to, you know, speculate and see. We held true to the fact that we didn't think Otani was getting traded. He didn't get traded. I think the Angels aren't done. I think they're going to go make another yeah, move for I would something. Agree. I would agree with you. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of people with Southern California ties that the Dodgers and the, and the Angels are both targeting. trying to get back. Big business is in the chat. Hello, sir. Good to see you. He really wants Verlander to come back to Texas, but actually go to the Rangers. That would be um, that would be interesting. What if he goes back to Houston? Mm. <laughs> Dagger for all. I don't Rangers. think so. I don't think so. They left no. on bad. They left on bad terms. He yeah. said some. He said some bad things. His wife said some bad things. I'm I'm not sure his wife. Yeah, she didn't like Houston all that much. She was boy, super. Boy, your stories about Houston, the Verlander stories about. She Houston. was so I'm excited about going Houston. to New York. Like to her, that was like they were getting let out of jail yeah. to be able to go to be able to go to New York. Uh, Z's in the green room, so we'll get to him in a second here for UFC 291. But let's get through a couple of things here before we get to him. Excellent. Uh, Thor gets straight to the Guardians. Moving the needle at all for you? He's been nope. horrible. <laughs> He's been horrible. He was the throwback in that. The, the, Why do I they want him? Well, they had to take somebody. I mean, he can give them innings. At this point, it's what eight to ten starts. We throw him in, get us some innings, maybe pick up a couple wins, put you back in the league. Nobody's seen you in the league in the American League for 
a year or two. I mean, he's been kicking. Maybe. I don't know. It's something. I mean, Bieber going down. Put him that in hurt. a tough spot. So they had to get a, a major league starter. They took him. Yeah. I mean, somebody had to take him. All right, Atani watch yesterday. This is just ridiculous what he did yesterday. Amazing. Historic doubleheader for the star of the Angels. He goes complete game, one hit shutout in the first game of the doubleheader. Hits two home runs in the second game of the doubleheader and then hurt his back. <laughs> he became the first player in Major League history to, to throw a shutout in one half of a doubleheader and hit a home run, let alone two home runs in the other. JC from KC asked me on Twitter, Matt, do you think this is the first time that's ever happened? And I said, yeah, I think it probably is the first time that's ever happened. People were like, no, 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 no. Yes, that was history. We had never seen that before yesterday. Two homers. He hit one, not even one home run. We've never seen somebody hit one, let alone two. In a second game of a doubleheader. After pitching the first. Okay. Yeah, because there's been pitchers that hit a home run in a game. Correct, yes. They pitched. Um it's but the first like, player in major league history. One hit complete game shutout to throw a shutout in one <laughs> half of a doubleheader. And in the second half hit one home run. He hit two. I, it's, it's hyperbole. I marvel at him every day. I so, I love baseball. I love the history of baseball. He is the best baseball player because of what he does both on the mound and at the plate. Yep. Can't be the best guy at both. His best start in the majors was yesterday in game one. He was magical. I was destroyed. We were doing the show. The show was good, but I'm not going to, I was watching him. The sweeper was working. Everything was working. He was, I mean, he kept the pitch countdown, got all the way through and then, you know, went in, got some water. Like for the kids, we give them oranges and fruit and stuff. And then you go back out there. Oh, we're going to hit two bombs. Not one, two. This is major leagues. It's not little league. It's so impressive, man. I love it. Otani became just the fifth player since 1900 to throw a shutout and hit two home runs on the same day. Single game and doubleheaders in the first since 1971, according to ESPN stats information. It's phenomenal. It's it's phenomenal. (laughs) But you saw the line last night. We were talking last night. Before you ended up doing the juice, I saw the line it was minus two twenty. I said, "Man, this is the book saying he ain't playing." How can right. the Jays be minus two twenty? Gossman, Giolito, Giolito making his start today. Like they trade for him and like, hey, let's Here's go. The ball. Here's the ball. Go. Yeah, I mean, it, it has to be in terms of the. I mean, according to the well, you team, see what the number is now, though, right? Minus one eighty. Okay. He's playing. Well, He's the team, okay. the team said he just needs some fluids. It was cramping. It wasn't anything serious. I've had back spasms. That can be a little tricky, man. That can be, I can jump up and grab you when you're not expecting it. It can suck. So Shohei plays when Shohei wants to play. And Shohei's going to play because they're going to try to make the playoffs. This is going to be a fun push. E, our, our producer and live show guy and super angel fan, he said, get ready for a nice summer, rest of the summer, and hopefully into the fall. For him, I hope so. That will be great. I mean, it'll be fun for him. You I think I, they're going to be eight games back by the end of August. So yes, we, I we're do. We're going to keep an eye on it. Joe C. Myers yeah. down in the – I believe he's near San Antonio, Texas. He might Correct. be a Texas guy that can he give is. us some 
report about Texas Tech and Lubbock, but I'm going to need him to keep track of the Angels record starting August 1st so we can keep track of the progression of staying in contention or not. Betting record against. Oh. So, right, because you would you would bet against them pretty much the way it looks. No, I wouldn't bet against them. I just think that they're going to lose. I think, I think they're going to go 500 in August, and that won't be good enough. The other teams are going to pass them by. Okay. Other teams go, they stay flat or a little bit below. We gave we gave Joe C a, a, an assignment that he did an exceptional job with with the he Oakland did. A's. Yeah, and he reenlisted. He's going back and he's he's listening to music and he listens to us every day. Thank you, Joe C, for doing that. Um, sometimes he's in the chat, sometimes he's not. But we're going to need you to keep an eye on the Angels record the rest of the way. I would agree. All right, let's get to Z. Come on, let's talk some UFC. Look at the look rhyming. at this kid. Look, look at the rhyming I'm doing. What's going on, guys? What's going on? Say, Hold on say your last name so I don't butcher it because Usain. I always Usain. Okay, so I always say it's just your Z to me and that's it. But UFC 291, we got everybody on. Wait, Hold, on. This is- Hold on, Matt. Wait, 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 wait. Is that a Raven shirt? Yes, he's doing it to Mark piss you Jackson. off. Yeah, it's, it's What it's- in the hell are you doing wearing a Raven shirt, Z? You know, I'm sick of the Bears, to be honest with you. These last couple of years have been awful. <laughs> I've I've switched over to the Ravens. Lamar Jackson's my oh. guy. And um, that's kicking he's always my team. fantasy quarterback, so I always got to roll with Lamar All Jackson. Right. Fair. Okay, go ahead. UFC 291, weigh-ins today in Salt Lake City. Michael Perea did not make weight. We'll see if that fight against Stephen Boy, Wonderboy Thompson is actually going to happen. But overall, let's talk about this card here, my friend. I know in sports, you do a lot of UFC breakdowns. I am ecstatic for this card tomorrow night. I think this is one of the best cards we've had in a while. Maybe the best card top to bottom this year. And Dave and I were at 290, and that card was unbelievable. Some thought it might be the best card ever, and we watched the thing live. Good. Overall, what is your excitement level? How do you think this card could play out? What do you think about the overall picture tomorrow night in Salt Lake? Yeah, so so first, I turned 22 today. I know you mentioned Madeline's birthday. Hey, everyone's born in July. Hey, everyone's born in July. Yes, yes. <laughs> All the families, July, July family. Damn. So um, excited nice. to come on here today with you guys. Um, this card, like you mentioned, stacked top to bottom with stars. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of plays for me, especially underdog plays in this card. And and there's one play that's, that stuck out to me the most, which is going to be on the, the prelims. And it's Jake Matthews versus Darius Flowers. So Matthews was scheduled to fight a different fighter. Fighter pulled out. Flowers takes this fight under maybe a week and a half, two weeks notice, roughly. Um, trains out of Chicago, Chicago fight team here. Um, Flowers is one of those guys that he fought on the contender series. He was kind of a, a up and coming guy. They kind of wanted to see what they had with him. He fights on the contender series. His opponent messes up his shoulder, blows out his shoulder. So the fight lasted about one minute. We didn't really see nothing. Mm. Um, I don't think Flowers is a UFC caliber fighter. And I think when he steps in against a guy like Jake Matthews on very, very short notice, who Jake Matthews is not one of the the top fighters, but he's, he's elite when it comes to striking and he, he's going to have an elite grappling advantage in this fight. And he opened around minus three thirty. right now. He's sitting at minus two forty. Um, this is a fight in elevation. As you guys know, um, it's not going to go three rounds. Sharps hammered the under two and a half and minus minus one seventy five. It's now sitting at under one and a half. Um, right. Come both ways. I like Matthews by finish. I think you, you take him instead of laying the minus two sixty that it's at right now, you take him by finish at minus one thirteen which is about, I just put in, um, Matthews like is going to get this finish. And I think it's going to be inside the first or second round. 
So this is a prelim. This is a prelim welterweight belt. Uh, Jake Matthews, the Celtic kid, eighteen and six overall. This guy has had kind of an up and down run. He's lost two of his last three fights, but the Darius Flowers kid, we know nothing about. <laughs> He's got one fight. Average fight time is one thirteen. And and I watched the regional tape. Right, the, the, the grappling edge here is going to be just significant. And, and even, and even on the feet, like flowers is going to have about two minutes of, of a hard push to try to knock him out. And if that does not happen, he's, he's getting mauled here and finished inside a round, round and a half easy. And, and you could see that from, you know, tons of sharp money came in on under two and a half at minus minus one seventy five, brought like the it. line down to one and a half. Um, for me, I always like to bet a pet to victory in the UFC. Cause I feel like there's more value. If you understand right. which way a fighter's going to win, you, right. you, you could maximize your value there. And for parlaying me, that though, the under and Matthews, uh, you can't really parlay it. You just take my finish. So, yeah. so Jake Matthews inside the distance is, is the bet. So, and inside the distance, he's minus minus one thirteen. Like it. Yeah. Like it a lot. Um, so Z, I mean, that's an example. There's a lot of value on the fights when you have these cards that aren't the main events, everybody gravitates towards the main events and different things like that. All that being said, I'm going to ask you about the main event because the lines for, you know, the last two fights of the night, you know, per- Pereira and Blachowicz, I don't know how to say it. Blankovic. Blankovic yeah. and Gaethje and Poirier. Those are like tight. Like this is minus 145-ish and minus 115-ish. Do you see an edge sidewise there or total-wise in those in those last two fights? Yeah, I mean, for me, if if I'm taking a side on the on the Coleman event, I have to lean Blahovich. Um, just because I mean, honestly, you, you look at what Pereira's done. He obviously is a great striker, but we haven't we've seen him tested early on with his grappling. I don't think his grappling's quite there. We remember Jan Blahovich fought against Israel Adesanya, who's obviously you know one of the best strikers as well. And he just was able to take him down, neutralize him on on the ground, honestly. And I think Blahovich is is competent enough on the feet and good enough on the feet to to stand long enough to shoot for the takedowns. I think we're gonna see him wrestling a lot in this fight. And I think Pereira moving up. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough having that heavier guy on you having a guy that you got to remember Bohovich was a K one kickboxer like like he he could stand on the feet too he could fight standing so he'll keep it competitive a little bit on the feet he'll get out struck but once he takes him to the ground I think it's gonna be a whole different ball game That's and, and I lean that side it's interesting because Perea weight wise we know he's had a tough time making one eighty five so now he gets to be at basically at full weight at two oh five on this so you think the weight that this there'll be a what do you think the weight to, because when he fought out of Sonya, it was 35 40 pounds he was way bigger Blankovic rehydrated and it was not even a fair fight he just laid on Izzy and Izzy couldn't move like it was just a complete mismatch that's not gonna be the case so much with Perea he's gonna be I mean Blankovic is probably going to be a little bit heavier, but don't you think the weight will be somewhat similar on fight night? I think he it's it's not going to be as wide as Adesanya, but I think he will come in heavier. Um, I think cutting, Bohovic has always cut down. So by fight night, he's going to be up there, you know? And mm-hmm. I think just the grappling edge that he's going to have in this fight is going to be very, very significant. And and we've seen Prairie. We never really seen him fight 
guys that are that could wrestle like even before, right. which he's not a great wrestler but he's good enough to take him to the ground and lay on him like how he did izzy and i think wrestling wins wins fights honestly man and and if you have a grappling edge you're gonna see it and Pereira's has grappling hasn't really been exposed yet because he's fought guys like izzy he's fought guys like sean strickland who bruno silva who haven't really taken him down to the ground um uh, the latest was a, a fighter he fought i think in his debut or second fight who actually took prayer to the ground a couple times so i think we're going to see him be exposed on the ground here. And that's why if I were to lean in that fight, I'm leaning the Blahovich side. So the BMF belt is now back. We're going to see uh, this thing is, it's not a real belt, everybody, just so you know. So there's, it, that's how the weight could be one pound over. So we've seen both. I and mean, I think it was Poirier who was one pound over today. That's fine. Cause this is just a made up belt that Dana White has created. But what do you make of these two fighters who are going to stand and want to entertain the other? I- I'm having a very hard time finding an edge other than maybe the over in the fight. Well, what do you think about the main event? Yeah, I think it's it's priced about right. I mean, I think it's right now minus 140 plus 120. Minus, minus 145 or 140. Yeah, on I, I mean, I'm not laying a, a 145 on Poirier and and. I mean, if you want to take Gaethje, I guess you could take him, but there's not much value on either side there. I think you could take the over because both fighters are so durable, as we've seen in the past. Yeah. Um, but overall, man, I really don't have a lean here bet-wise. I think this is going to be an exciting fight. Um, and and overall, I'm, I'm staying away. Maybe I'll sprinkle the over um, come time yeah. to fight, but but that's about it. I'm not laying juice on Poirier there. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um so birthday boy again congratulations happy birthday 22 out looking for jobs and working and you know diving in the ufc but then you show up on a show and you throw me off with the raven shirt because i was going to ask you about the bears and i was going to ask you about what's the word in chicago season wins talking about the bears the whole division's upside down Mm -hmm. you're done with the bears is this uh, did you clear this with cousin wally and, and, and Kermit and everybody else or what? Yeah, yeah. They they know I'm I'm one of those guys where it's like, ah, uh, I, I like the Bears. I don't like the Bears. I'm I'm a bandwagon type Bears fan, which is sad to say. I'm not I'm not a diehard Bears fan. I'm I'm whoever I have my money on fan. That, that's exactly okay. what I am. So for me with the Bears, I think this is the first year in a long, long time where our offense is going to be significantly better than our defense. Because as you guys remember in the past, our defense has just been carrying us every single year. We can never oh, yeah. score the ball. Now, I think I think Justin Fields is going to make it a little bit exciting. Um, we have our wide receivers, DJ Moore, someone we're really excited about. I think this is a team that's going to score a lot, but defensively, I don't think we're going to be there. Um, but I think we're going to be entertaining for sure. So let me go back to the card for because I can because I got more fights I want to ask you about. Yes. So Derek Lewis has headlined so many fights. He's been a headliner forever. He's on the prelims now. He the rumors are flying around. And whenever you hear about a fighter who's going to retire, most often you want to fade that fighter because even though for some, <laughs> we saw it just last time, a fighter in Robbie Lawler wins their going away fight and they get the whole tribute and everything else. Lewis says like he keeps on wants to fighting, but does Derek Lewis have anything left in the tank in this fight coming up on Saturday night? You know, in the beginning, I thought he probably does it. And I was on the route of, okay, yeah, he's just fighting, you know, to just collect a check. But he came into on weight. I don't know if you guys saw him weigh in. He's looking very, very lean. Like, I think he has almost a six pack, they were saying. Um, I saw a picture. He looked very, very well. Uh, Isn't his record outside of Texas something ridiculous? Like he doesn't fight well at home. He fights way better on the road. Yeah, yeah. At home, at home, he got. I mean, he fought Cyril Gane at home for the interim title. He got destroyed. Derek Lewis is is he? I almost like to compare him to Tai Tuivasa. I feel like he's he's a little less version of Tai Tuivasa. Um, he's a guy he just he he needs to land that knockout punch, and if he doesn't, he's gonna gas really quick. 
and you're going to see him lose. But overall, like, like in this fight, um, it got spammed up. I think right now the Lima's at like minus two fifteen. Yeah. Trump's pounded him early in the week, the last couple of weeks. Um, so heavy money came in on the other side, but I think we're going to, you're going to see some buyback on Lewis because of the way in how he looks uh, and how he's talking. But overall, I think this is a fight. I think you have to pass now because the value has gone on, on the Delima mm. side. And then see? one more, well, one oh. more uh, on the Ferguson, Bobby green fight. And then Dave, you can run with it and close it. All right. what, 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 Ferguson just, he's talking like a guy. He thinks he's going to fight for the belt again. Like, <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? He's like, what five fights and I'll fight for the belt. It's like, yeah. dude, how many brain cells are you going to have left by the time you're going to run through five more contender fights? This feels like a showcase fight for, for, for Tony Ferguson. I like Bobby Green, but shouldn't Tony piece him up? So Tony Ferguson, and, I, and it's funny that you mentioned this because I wanted to claim this. I think he's very, very live as a dog. And I've seen yeah. him as high as plus 340, plus 350 in certain spots. I mean, we know Tony, Tony Ferguson has lost a, a lot of his fights. But I mean, look at the guys he's fighting. He's fighting Michael Chandler. He's fighting Charles Oliveira. He's fighting the top, top level fighters, you know, and, and Bobby Green did not look good in his last fight against Jared Gordon, which ended, I think, on like a headbutt or a clash of heads. Mm -hmm. Tony Ferguson is very live in this fight. I think we could even get him at submission. I saw props of submission props of like plus 900, plus 1,000, um, which is absurd to me. I think it could catch him in a dodge choke, a triangle choke, something like that. I think he's very live. And I think he's one of the, the best dogs to bet here if, if you're looking for, a, you know, to put a couple dollars to win something big. See, real quick, last one, then we'll let you go. How do you feel about parlays in UFC? Because a lot of people don't like to lay the juice, and they like to put together two, three, even four, you know, fighter parlays and just, you know, put the favorites together most of the time. Do you ever do those? Because I know we know a lot of people that like to do them. Yeah, it's it's situational for me. I usually don't recommend it because a lot of the times when when you're – parlaying three, four fighters that are like minus 300, chances are one of them are going to lose. And it always happens at one card where there's always one guy that's that parlay buster, especially in MMA. For me, I would rather stick to straight bets, um, finding value in, in prop bets. I'm a very big prop guy when it comes to the UFC. Just like if you know a fighters, like for example, with, with this Flowers fight in Matthews. So Matthews is priced right now at minus 260. Flowers, flowers on the comeback plus 210. Flowers, only way he's going to win this fight is by knockout. There's no way he's winning a decision. There's no way he's submitting him. The only way is by knockout. And you can get him at knockout at like plus 600 or plus 700 right mm. now. But if you're going to bet Flowers, you're taking him by knockout because that's the only way he could win. And that's where I kind of shift my betting instead of putting a parlay together. Favorite bet on the card is the Matthews fight? Yeah, so I have a ticket right here Ooh. from Rivers. Okay, this is five dimes on Matthews by Ooh. finish. Oh, <laughs> right? big balling. All right. Look at you. All right, so so this, right. this is one of my biggest bets of the year um, oh. is Matthews. I, I really Sweat. feel like he's going to get him out of there quick. Oh. Love it. Z, thank you for the time. We appreciate it. Best of luck on the bets birth. tomorrow night. We'll be talking. Thanks, guys. Take care. That's Zayd Houston joining us here. Let's go completely right back into it, Dave. We're going to we'll go from Another UFC <laughs> right to boxing. Eric Raskin's U.S. Bets Showtime. Awesome boxing podcast that we'll talk about here in just one second. But Eric, welcome to BVB. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, how are you guys? We're great to see you. I, Where are I you? I apologize for not coming down and seeing you last night at Al's show. I, yeah. I fell asleep. I, well, I did the shows and I, and I fell asleep. I'm old. But I, <laughs> we'll, we're going to meet for lunch or at the weigh-in or, or, or for coffee tomorrow morning. we got to yeah. get that out of the way for sure. You're in our town, so mm -hmm. we got we got to meet up. 
What's the vibe down there, E? What's going on? I mean, you came, you did the podcast, talk about that, but like, what's the vibe? You're in the tent, the media tent. It's a big fight, is it not? It is indeed. People are pumped here, and it's the most that I can think of a big fight in terms of everyone we're talking to on Radio Row here, everyone who's coming on the, the Showtime Boxing Podcast with us, not a single person is having an easy time making a pick on this fight. And you can see it from the betting odds. I mean, before yep. the fight got signed, one of the sports books had it minus 112, minus 112, which you mm -hmm. never see in boxing. Mm -hmm. And even now, you know, what are the latest numbers? Something like minus 150, minus 160 in favor of Crawford. Minus in, in, 150 in, and coming down. He, it's coming I mean, back it's, down. It's, it's okay. Minus 135, 145 in a couple places. Okay. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's reflective of the expert's attitude on, on this fight is that nobody feels comfortable committing to one fighter or the other on picking this fight, which there's always a favorite in boxing. There's always someone who is at least two to one, even in the biggest fights, it seems, but, but not this one. This truly is one of those rare matchups between the two best guys in the division. Just about the two best guys, pound for pound, probably two of the top three or four, and and everyone split on it. Everyone, we, nobody's making a pick. We always try to finish our interviews by by saying, "All right, so what's what's your pick? Who are you going with?" Oh no no no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Eric Spence and Crawford both are. If you're a boxing fight fan, you know them. You've watched them. You love them. But in the building, this is going to be different because normally when Canelo is fighting here in Vegas, it's 99.9% .9 all Mexican fight fans all pulling for Canelo. What's the vibe going to be like tomorrow night at T-Mobile Arena during the ring walk for these two guys? Who brings more fans? Because I know Omaha people are coming for Terrence Crawford to support Bud. I'm assuming Spence is bringing people too. I, I watched the arrival at MGM Grand on Tuesday. There were a lot of people there for him. What's the crowd going to be like? Who's pulling for who? That's a great question because Omaha does tend to travel for the big Terrence Crawford fights. Dallas travels for the big Errol Spence fights. I don't know if you guys got a chance to check out the uh, rather feisty uh, official final press conference yesterday, but the friends and family of each fighter were getting involved in the press conference and uh, particularly the crosstalk between Bud Crawford and some of Errol Spence's friends and family was getting a little out of control. So, so they're here, they're representing what the numbers are going to be like in terms of how many are coming to support each guy. I'm not sure. Um, the other interesting thing here, I guess, is that this is such a fight fans fight for the hardcores. You know, it's not so much like the last huge fight we had out here in April, Javante tank, Dave, Ryan Garcia. Those were guys. Oh, he froze up for a second. Stay Hold with on. us. He see, see resets. See if it resets. Lose you? Uh -oh. Oh, yep. There we go. Oh, there you go. Uh, okay, I'm you're back. back. Okay. Yep. Uh, they, for that, for the Davis Garcia fight, it was it was Tank Davis fans uh, and Ryan Garcia fans, and there were a ton of both. This, I think, you're going to see some Terrence Crawford fans. You're going to see some Errol Spence fans. Fans, but you're also going to see just a lot of those people who love boxing and are excited about this fight and are here to see a great fight. A lot of the people again that we talked to are like rooting for a close, controversial decision or a draw, which you don't usually want that to be the case but they want a great close fight. So they get a rematch. Uh, so I imagine the crowd will be kind of in three parts, hardcores for Crawford, hardcores for Spence and people who are just there to see a great fight. All right, Eric, the total is 10 and a half. The over is minus 260, 270. It's going up. Everybody is betting this like it's going the distance. What do you expect as far as that goes? Would you be totally surprised, shocked to see it not go to the distance? And if so, which guy has the advantage of maybe knocking the other guy out? 
So I wouldn't be shocked by any outcome here other than other than maybe an early knockout would shock me. I don't really see that as particularly likely. But once we get to the mid to late rounds, absolutely either of these guys could stop each other. But those prices on the over under 10 and a half rounds make total sense to me. Uh, the logic dictates more likely this is going the distance than ending early. If someone is going to end it early, you know, I know a lot of people talk about Spence as the bigger guy. And so they kind of lean toward if someone's going to knock the other one out, that it's, it's Errol Spence stopping Terrence Crawford. I don't, I always think that people overrate the importance of size in a fight. I think they're close enough in size that that's really a non-factor. And I just think Terrence Crawford has such a versatile offense. He can hit you more with that punch that you don't see coming because he's switching stances. He's going southpaw. He's going orthodox. He's dangerous with either hand. He can get you with a random uppercut you don't see coming, or it looks like he's loading up for the uppercut, but no, it turns out it's an overhand punch that you weren't ready for. I kind of lean toward if one guy is going to get the stoppage, that, it, that it's Terrence Crawford pulling something out. Like, you know, he stopped Sean Porter late. I think that was KO 11 that he broke through and then knocked Porter out. I could possibly see a scenario like that. I guess, though, if I'm going to go devil's advocate and tell you why Spence is going to knock Crawford out, I'll say it has to do with body shots. Spence is a great body puncher. Always a possibility that, that he's going to hurt him with something down down to the ribs or something, uh, down to get him in the liver and uh, totally turn the fight with a body shot. 39-0 and 0 versus 28-0. So someone's O's got to go here, and we're going to unify the belts here in the class. If Crawford does win, because I'm leaning that way as well, he goes to 40-0. and 0. He's left top rank. This fight was made because he left top rank. Where does he go next? What do you see for the future for Terrence Crawford if he wins this with a 40-0 record? Because he could still make money because the public is still finding out about the guy. He's 35 years old, but they still don't know who Bud Crawford really is. Yeah, you know, well, one thing that everyone is talking about is the, the rematch clause, that whoever loses has the right to invoke a rematch clause here. So it'll depend if Crawford wins, how close is it? How willing would Spence be to try to make 147 again? Because he's been talking a lot about how this could be his last fight at 147. He may want to move up to 154. So that's always an option. If it's a good, close fight, the most money for Terrence Crawford is going to be in running it back and doing it again. Um, but let's say he stops Spence, or let's say Spence, for whatever reason, doesn't want the rematch, wants to move on. I wonder if maybe Crawford can get into that situation that Marvin Hagler was in in the 80s at 160 pounds, waiting for all the welterweight and junior middleweight stars to come up to him. You know, he eventually, he sat there, he stayed there, he waited. Hearns came to him, Duran came to him, Leonard came to him. There are so many big stars in that 135, 140 area. Could a Tiafimo Lopez be a future opponent for Terrence Crawford? Could, um, I, you know, I don't know if Javante Davis can carry all the way up to welterweight, but maybe in a couple of years, that's a huge fight. Ryan Garcia. There are a lot of stars in those weight classes just below where Terrence Crawford is now. Because if Crawford wins this fight, he will have more or less cleaned out welterweight of mm -hmm. the top guys that are there right now. I mean, we just interviewed Keith Thurman, good veteran fighter, would make a quality opponent for, for Terrence Crawford. But I'm not sure if that moves the needle quite as much as one of those stars from 140 or 135 eventually making their way up. Dave, Last my one old, hold me. on, Dave, my, my old, my old producer just walked past Eric, Mike, just walked oh. past. Oh, that's <laughs> he's, okay. He's, he's, nice. he's over, he's over his right shoulder right nice. now. That's so awesome. I worked, I worked with him for years. That's crazy that's to nice. see him that's right over his, over his shoulder. That's awesome. Last one for me, sir. Uh, before, you know, Matt, if you have one more, mm. hit him with it. But 
you know, we got the boxing stuff out of the way. You know, the Phillies are playing the Pirates today and this weekend. And the Phillies are coming on. I know you're a Philly guy. Mm -hmm. Phillies sweeping the Pirates this weekend and the Phillies making the playoffs. Are you back in with the baseball after last season? (laughs) Well, listen, I never never got out of the baseball after last season. I'll tell you, I had one of the great live sports experiences of my life. Like, if it filled out the top ten, Eight of them are boxing, great boxing matches that I've been to. One of them was my uh, attending as my high school basketball team my senior year, won the district championship on a last-second buzzer beater. The tenth one is I got to take my son to game four of Phillies uh, Phillies Padres last year where the Padres went up 4 nothing in the top oh. of the first. Phillies tied it in the bottom of the first. Home runs left and right. Two homers from Reese Hoskins. Just an unbelievable experience to be at that game and to share it with my son. Uh, so, so listen, I'm, I'm not jumping off this Phillies bandwagon anytime soon. And, uh, yeah, they got off to a slow start this year. They're coming on now. Um, do they make the playoffs? I kind of think so. I I don't think that, I I think they got to finish ahead of a team like the Marlins, right? The Marlins were overachieving. They've, they're still in the minus on the, in terms of runs scored and runs against, uh, you know, there's, there, it's pretty tightly bunched for those last wild card spots. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to getting in as a, as a wild card again and uh, having one of those best of three series and, uh, and, and see what happens. And, uh, you know, will they sweep the pirates this weekend? I haven't looked at the pitching matchup. I don't want to say anything. I'll be happy if they take two of three. And actually, Dave, I got to uh, go to the pirate stadium for the first time. This- and. Oh no! He was going to give a glowing review. He started of talking PNC about. Park. He started talking about the pirates since the world froze. That's not right. That's not right. No, he probably got a notification or something. He was going to say glowing reviews of PNC Park. Uh, oh, I wanted no. him to promote the podcast. I think he's frozen. Blame blame the uh, media room radio room Wi-Fi here. But uh, but uh, yeah. So I was saying I got to go to a home Pirates game. Beautiful park. Hell of a park. Excellent. For those people who want to listen, Eric, to what you guys are putting out for the show, to the Showtime uh, Boxing Podcast covering this fight, where can they find it? What will they hear coming up in the next couple of hours? So it's called uh, Showtime Boxing with Raskin and Mulvaney. Uh, we're normally just a weekly Monday morning podcast, but during fight week, we put one up uh, yesterday, one up this morning, another one later. It's just a mix of uh, my co-host Kieran Mulvaney and I reacting to uh, everything we're seeing here and sitting down and interviewing all the special guests that they're bringing us. So we're having a great time. We'll uh, do a little wrap up after the weigh in today and get another podcast up uh, tonight. So having a great time out here and uh, trying our best to stay cool. <laughs> Enjoy that. Eric, thank you for coming on, man. Really appreciate Thanks, your time. Eric. Enjoy the fight. Thanks guys. Great talking Talk to you. Later. Eric Raskin from US Bets and Showtime Boxing joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. That so was who fun. walked by behind it? That, that so Mike, yeah, Mike is Mike. Mike, I worked with him for years. Uh, he now works for, well, he does a lot of boxing coverage, but he works for NBA, uh, the NBA channel on Sirius XM is his full-time job. He's, oh, he's, I okay. think he's the executive producer. Local? On LA. But he comes over all the time, and he he. Did we meet him at the uh, L.A. at the uh, Super Bowl? You remember? We met a lot of people. You might have met him. It's possible. He, I know he was there, so that's definitely possible that you that you would have met him. He's okay. um, he's one of the many people that always, whenever he's coming to town, says, "Do you have any hookups with hotel rooms?" <laughs> like, no, I don't have any hookups with hotel rooms. Sorry. It never fails. Never I love fails. it. I'm like, I try. I'll try to help you if I can, but you know, yeah. you know, Vegas right now. Uh it's time, is it not? 
We are one hour in. Oh, everybody put your uh, big crowd. Holy cow. This is going to be great. Area code city right now in the chat where you're watching, where you're listening, wherever you are. Need you right now. Let this thing start flowing. We got people to answer to. We got, I don't know where everyone's at, but they're here. Thank you for joining us. We'll do the roll call. Yeah, two minutes. Two minutes. Two, gotta, oh, two minutes. Oh, so yeah. two, two, well, I got to let it flow because I didn't go back. We had those two guests. Tremendous job by you pulling that off. <laughs> right? There was no, I mean, one to the other. Yeah. I told you it was we were perfectly fine. It was great. We rolled right to UFC. I mean, this is this is what I am fired up about. Like this weekend is forget tonight. Forget anything going on tonight. Everything's about tomorrow. And I can't wait. You asked me the question on the phone last night. How do you think the UFC and Showtime will handle things? We probably should have asked that to E. That's my battle. I should ask Eric that question because we know how they do the main events. Both main events want to be staggered. So who's going first? Which one will they hold the boxing match to let the UFC go off or will they rush it to get it on before the UFC? Cause they all they're fighting literally head to head for pay-per-view dollars because my, I think it's 79 99 for the Crawford fight. And I think it's 69 99 for the UFC card. Oh, so my. chances are people aren't buying both. <laughs> like, right. Chances are they're not going to be, so they're buying one or the other. So they're in direct competition with each other and people tend to tune in for the main event. So even though I would highly recommend watching top to bottom, the UFC, and there's actually two good fights on the undercard too. It's boring. So I didn't ask Eric these questions, but they're actually two good fights on the Crawford Spence undercard that I'm looking forward to watching as well. But who goes first? I can't wait to see that. Who's who walks first. Well, I can tell you this right now. Who's going first in roll call Friday. Uh, Boba Yoda 17 is in the two Oh three Connecticut. Connecticut uh, goes first. Really? That's our first one. First. They oh were, they, they came in and said it. Chef my Benny, goodness. as always, good to see you, sir. Um, he was at PNC Park, gave it a glowing review with Rainmaker 512. Lou in the 412 representing. Glad you like the hats. I can't wait to see the pictures. Sweet Lou got the hats. Can Official you brigade. Remember, who's that? That's Mike Pearson. That's the guy that's that was Mike. standing. And okay. that's Bud Crawford. And that's Bud Crawford. Oh, nice. All right. <laughs> so, there we there go. <laughs> Shout out to them, too. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Mikey Awesome, 757-ODU. J-Dow Betts in the 410 St. Michael's, Maryland. SoCal D-Gen, 949 Riverside. Rob Latva, 313 Detroit. Addison, 812 B-Town, Hoosiers. Sonic in the 602 Phoenix, Arizona. Francisco Ochoa, 760 Escondito. Rainmaker Lou, Chef Benny's in the 401 Coventry. You know Rainmaker's in the 412 Pittsburgh. Winning Las Vegas, 702 Las Vegas. Wow, well, Dave, they figured it out. What? Without us even saying it, they figured it out. Oh, <laughs> how, no. they can, how they can highlight their roll call. Well, I'm going to tell them that's, at the end, but yeah, you guys are figuring it out right now. That's pretty cool. Rommel Camp's in the 319 Cedar Rapids, Iowa. D Weezy 704 Charlotte Andy O put the zip code Andy it's the area code 29388 I ain't mailing you nothing in Woodruff South Carolina but thank you for joining us yeah JC from KC 216 Cleveland it's 90 degrees in Cleveland JC from KC does a great job both here on the Twitter 
mm-hmm. on the Discord. What's the Discord again, please? BVBshow.com. And um, he puts the temperature, which I enjoy, especially now because it's hot. I can't wait to do Roll Call Friday in the winter when it's 60 degrees here and it's 12 in these faraway places like Bristol, Indiana, where Mr. Freeze 32 is, 574, underscore the Adam, 303 Castle Rock, Colorado. Never been? Would love the visit. You could do a show up there. Mm-hmm. Biggie J27, that's Big John 740, middle of nowhere, Ohio, again. He ain't leaving. He's staying in the middle of Ohio. PB and Mrs. PB in 941 Venice, Florida. Private Gym Rat. New name. New area code 519 Cambridge, Ontario, Canada. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Um, DGen 4TW is in the 972 Dallas. Alan Smetana. 507 Mankato, Minnesota. We're going to have to get a map and start putting on where we get. I mean, that like, would be interesting. That would be how many fun. map people yeah. we get on a Friday on roll call Friday. Can we fill all 50 states and a country above us and the countries below us? Because I know Butchie the Bookie's watching down huh? in Costa Rica along with some other people. B2 Bartown, 719 Colorado Springs. JPC to 4313 Detroit, Big Business 3613 Rivers, Texas. Jim Gagne, 301 hmm. Silver Spring, Maryland. He's Another coming to Vegas. Another one in Cedar Rapids. What's Jim's, that? Com- Jim's coming to Vegas. Jim's coming to Vegas? Yeah, he DM'd me today. August 1st to the 4th. He's coming to Vegas. He'll be here. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Are we going to see Jim? We're going to try. We're going to try. Yeah, we're going to try. That's perfect. We're very busy. That's just, this is great. We're going to need an assistant to keep track of all these appointments and, and things like that. My wife told you that. To do it. I told you that you didn't believe me. I did <laughs> not believe you, but you were right about that. Joel Onler. Oh gosh. What just happened? I touched the chat and now there's blue things and oh my goodness, I'll get to it. Joel Onler's in Iowa, 319 Cedar Rapids, Gorov holding it down on the 702. Akbar Saloev. 703 Nova, my guys, every single week, even with all those kids, even with all the work, he finds time to come in here, at least on Friday. Did you say, did you say Jesse in the 402? Jesse in the 402. Not can't, leave my, can't leave my Omaha people hanging. I I, I didn't, I, I'm coming to it. Pierre yeah, Chevalier, right. 63, 613 Ontario, CBW 315, sunny, hot, humid, Oswego, New York. Mrs. K. Dow. She put the hearts in there. Good to see you as well. 410, two hearts for you right there. <laughs> Thank you. Brandon S702, the land of desert traffic. That's where we live. That's where we're from right now in Las Vegas. Blue Spader also in Vegas. Hope the wife is doing well. Hankster V519, Windsor, Canada. Another 319, Independence, Iowa. A-O-W-N. A-O-W-N. I don't even know how to say that. I don't know. Roger Long, 47842. Roger, it's the zip code, which is or the area code, 765 on the landline. I called you. I remembered it. You put 47842 in Clinton, Indiana. Santana's driving to San Diego, birthday weekend. Let's go. I might see you there on Saturday. I'm not sure yet. Might be headed to San Diego myself. Got to see what's happening in this house. Nobody tells me anything. I might disappear for two days. 
go see some people at the track and have some meetings in San Diego if you know what I'm saying. 949 Geo to WAP. Happy Roll Call Friday from Newport Beach, California. Mikey Awesome. And wow, Sonic just did something, made his whole screen blue. Yep. What the hell just happened? He donated. That's the that's the super thanks. You, you can super. highlight your you can highlight yourself if you go ahead and do the super thanks because Chef Benny just did it too. Holy crap! I'm getting to the bottom here. Vinny Konowinski, two six zero Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, Andy O eight six four Woodruff, South Carolina. Eron Sean seven zero three Centerville, Virginia. Bonvi five one nine Windsor, Ontario. You're also. You're, you're, you're doing a hat. I, I got to get that one done. I remember it's the Euler colors. Edmonton oh, Oilers, nice. I believe. Lamb Vu, 212, New York City. We're getting big cities. We're getting we're getting all kind of stuff. Who's this? Sports Avenger, 724, Sharon, Pennsylvania. He's working out in the 100 degrees. Good Yins you. are awesome. Good you're you. awesome because you're working and listening to us. We appreciate you, sir. He's working out or working outside? Which one? No, no, working outside. It's oh, 100 gosh. degrees, yeah. he said, <sighs> in, in the 724 out in Sharon. Jesse Ackerman's in 402 Baby. I'm guessing Baby's not the name of the city, Jesse. I need no, the name of the city. Omaha. No, it's not. 402's Omaha. Yeah. Probably a Laker fan. Probably a Yankee <laughs> fan. And what else? What's they're the not, they're, not all, they're not all like that. Cowboys. Or right. the Rams. Cowboys, or, Lakers. Yeah, yeah Rams. Cowboys, Lakers, some some L.A. team. All right. Well, thank some you for being cha- here. Recent Jesse. championship team. <laughs> Brooke Peterson in Iowa City. No area code. You know the area code in Iowa City? 519? It's the same as Rommel Camp. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we already got Iran Shaw, John in the 724. John is in the 724 in Greensburg, PA. So we're getting some multiple people back in Pittsburgh. That's great. Uh, Bear Mauling, 702 via the 988. Nine, John Serret or Serret, three hundred four Oak Hill, West Virginia, on the way to the heart doctor. Mm. I got I got appointments next week myself for the heart doctor. Get the ticker taken care of. Um, who is this? Uh, Chef Benny with a don't be a bum. Hit the thumb. Big blue banner. Listen. The blue guarantees that you're going to be seen. I can, There is no doubt about that. <laughs> Jesse Ackerman, you got the shout out. Baby Yoda overpaid Jalen Brown. I don't know. And D. Weezy just popped in with a big $2 something bright. I'm doing roll call Friday. Smart does four tw- <laughs> does, ben Smart does a 420 post. Good job, Tyler. Really? <laughs> I didn't see it. That's pretty good. You don't see it? Scroll down. It's huge in blue. It's huge in blue. Who? Tyler. You don't see it. I don't I don't see it. Maybe I got it. Maybe I'm ahead of you because I'm in the back end. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't see it yet. Uh Dakota Jayhawk just popped in from KCK913. I don't know where that's at, but thank you for being here, Dakota. 913 right KCK. I don't know where that 913 uh, is. Yeah, I'm sorry. Kansas City, Kansas City, Kansas. He, KCK is KC Kansas. That's why. Oh, not K, not KCM, which is Missouri. KCK is Kansas. That's why. Very I important. Like, I was like, I knew that. A C I, uh, or a K. That's very important. If you can't, well, no, it's M. Out. It's an M over K, or a K. Well, yeah, but another KC thing. is still KC. Right. You got to be both sides. Both sides of the of, of the state lines, as K they words. like to say. Yeah. On that. Um. 
Breaking news, Jordan One Star Gorov. Thank you, sir. Just said the Dodgers acquire Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly from the Chicago White Sox. <sighs> Do you really want Lance Lynn? Has begun. Do you really want Lance Lynn? <laughs> like these are just like legit inning eater guys. <laughs> like these are guys with ERAs at five. You just need someone to chew up innings right now. We need to get to the playoffs. That's all we need to do. The Dodgers are trying to win a division and get the one seed or the two seed to right. get the buy. So that's good. Uh, wow. Addison just came in with something and his is all green. Oh my. Says for shipping and handling. Thank you for the hat for his wager wire hat. Appreciate oh. that. That's what that's for. Okay. That's we're awesome. Ma- we're making it. The the logo was not back. I went yesterday, Addison, to make your hat. Went all the way down there. Saw our guy. The guy, um, Corbin, was there. Right. It was in the system, no? No. No. So we, we, we had not paid for it yet. That's why it wasn't made yet. So I went down there and paid for the – because you, you have to pay them to make the logo. So that's why – Oh, okay. All so right. I so pay, so I, I paid it and it takes now another couple of days for it to get two processed. Days, two or three days. So he process. has the hat. Okay. He has the design, the color schemes, the hat choices. He has the whole order. Oh, great. So once okay. it comes back, he'll make it. He'll de- text you. You Perfect. tell me. I we'll go, get, go it. get the hats and get them out. Yeah. All right. So good. That's 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 where we are on that. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Excellent work. All right. Well, that's that's great. That's Roll Call Friday. We did that. We banged that out. Thank you guys again for being here, listening to the show, watching the show, subscribing to the show, telling somebody about the show. And now trying to do the saying best we thank can. you with their wallets. We appreciate that. I mean, that's it's amazing. We just turned that on, guys. I mean, that's not something you have to do by any means. But as Dave was mentioning, as the show grows, it's one of the things we've talked about with you guys about monetizing the show and keeping the show alive. It's that you guys on Roll Call Friday it could get really chaotic and crazy. So one way, I mean, it's a dollar, literally it could be as low as 99 cents. You go ahead and it highlights it. It's a super thanks. It's a little dollar. I think it's a dollar in the bottom right-hand corner of your chat, both mobile and on uh, on desktop. You just click on it, donate and 99 cents, whatever you want to donate to the show. And then it gives you that special thanks, green or blue highlight. Can't miss it. can't miss it (laughs) it's right there so you want to guarantee the shout out on roll call friday that's one way of doing it gonna be really busy next week this is like the calm before the storm for us we have our last weekend of kind of calmness and then away we go if you want to book us for the westgate super contest or circa million circa survivor circa comes on with us starting on tuesday we will roll in we'll announce it on tuesday what we're doing with circa during the month of august we got a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff going on with them for the contests for their promotion of the millions and the survivor but you can sign up for the great proxy 702-570-8255 is the text number to get in touch with us on that it is becoming a thing, Mr. Sherapan. Jets are going to be the all-name team that misses the playoffs. Dalvin <laughs> Cook made the announcement that he's going to sign with the Jets. He wants to sign with the Jets. We've seen this before. You start stacking up all these. And, and you, right now, as Rob Mead said to me on Twitter today, he bet plus 140 on them to miss the playoffs. I said, just wait till the Dalvin Cook signing goes official and people start betting the Jets like crazy. You're going to get a better number. On the Jets to miss the playoffs. Just wait and watch it climb. <laughs> uh, I just Let it run. Down the, I just looked down at the chat. Uh, Social Giants also in a 319 Iowa City. Iowa. 
There you I go. just hope you like this hat. This can, this can wear this for the Iowa people. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jets is going to be a fascinating story. It already is. It's going to continue to be. Um, we'll know early, right? The schedule's hard out of the gate. Yeah, for the first five games. We'll know. They better have a winning record after those five games, three and two or better. Two and three, no good. One and four, no good. Oh, One and that- four, I think we'll worry about spending that money on that bet because <laughs> I think it'll be done. I, the I, funny I, thing about the Jet fan right now is that they are so over the top excited about all of it, but oh, that little thing in the back of their mind, they, oh, have that little, that, they have that little woodpecker that's just tapping on them. Like, you're the Jets. Remember, you're the Jets. Won't stop. <laughs> it's coming. And they know it. They just know in their head, in their heart, they know, even though they think they're going to be awesome and they're running, they just know Garrett Wilson got hurt, got nicked up at practice yesterday. Uh Oh, there's no Jalen Ramsey got hurt. He's out six weeks. He had surgery today. Joe Burrow got hurt yesterday. Like injuries are starting. The jet fans like, where's our major catastrophic? Oh yeah. Where's the jet catastrophic injury? It always happens. There's always something. Brees Hall was last year. Where is it? Well, I mean, it's probably on one of the guys they signed, right? <laughs> or is it's it Rodgers? That's just the way it goes. Oh, it, I don't know. I mean, Aaron. he's going to miss time. He ain't playing 16 games or 17 no. games. No. That would be a surprise. Get ready for Zach time. He's back. Good, good luck with that. <laughs> that's that's going to be good. Good luck the with that. The boys say right. they need a warning that you're going to hit the button. No, it's all the whole idea of it. I love it. They said their ears are blown out. Good. Dow bets that he can't hear nothing. Mikey Awesome said, what did you say? (laughs) The boys and girls are having fun with that. I'll I'll redo it then. No, don't change nothing. It's working. I like the idea that it surprises you because it takes you into paying attention. What's that? It's beautiful. Surprises me every time. It's great. College football schedule of the day. It's the Ohio State. I'm gonna. I'm out for this second. Why? I, 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 this we had this discussion. I got people coming at me like I didn't know you hated Ohio State. Who did you think I hated? <laughs> Come on, I don't want to talk about Ohio State football. I'm forced to because we do the yes, show. But like ten and a half wins, juice to on. the under. Okay, under, Stop. under that quick, that quick. Just they're quick. losing to Penn State and they're losing to Michigan. Done. Wow, that quickly, huh? Here is the Ohio State Buckeye schedule for 2023. They will play at Indiana to start, home for Youngstown State, home for Western Kentucky. Always. And they play at Notre Dame, win or loss. Could they lose that game? Yes, they could lose that game. Don't think they will, but they could. They could. Okay. But I don't think they will. Maryland's a win, at Purdue is a win. And then here you go, October 21st, game day will be there. You dismiss Purdue pretty quickly. Yes, for Ohio State, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Ryan Day said yesterday that both quarterbacks could play. Got to say that. He does? Why? He got to say that because he don't know. Right? Like, he's got to, I mean, he, he's got to have them both competing at camp. You know? I I don't know. I don't think I think I think they're trying to find the right quarterback still. I don't think they have the right guy yet. I want to hope I really want to believe that Penn State can go there and win. God, I, I will be forget about 
being ready for Halloween. I, I, I'll be I'll be making plans for Big Ten championship games. I'm definitely going to have to go back for the Michigan game if they beat Penn if uh, if Penn State Michigan. beats Ohio State. God, at Wisconsin, know. tough game, right? You would well, think so. Yeah, yeah. Always tough, always tough game. At but it's a win. At Rutgers is a win. Home for Michigan State's a win. Home for Minnesota is a win. The only game that you really got to worry about, in my opinion, is that Michigan game. They could lose two games. The bet is only to lose two games, right? Correct. So Notre Dame, three, three, Penn State, four, five, six, Michigan. Seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Those are your three games. Notre Dame. Two. Who, I mean, I I think they lose to Michigan. I think Michigan's beating them. So who is the other loss is my question. Mm. That's the problem. Who is Who is the other loss going to be? Notre Dame, Penn State, or even Purdue. Purdue, no, I don't think. But Penn it's State, a road game, you catch them. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I guess so. I, 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 I can kind of see. I mean, that. those are the hardest road games. Is is the Notre Dame game and the Purdue game, and yeah, the Michigan game. I mean, we're kind of just putting a cart before the horse. They could run a table too, but this bet only has two numbers that win: twelve right. undefeated. I don't think that's happening I agree with that, that schedule. Yeah. So right. now you got one number to beat you and legitimately three numbers underneath. It's only minus 115. I'd rather need the under than the over. No? Oh, as a book? Of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks – I would agree. I mean, I think it's far more likely that it goes under than over. But if it goes over, it's – the only thing that's really, again, not that – what Ryan day is saying, but like there are some big questions right now flying around about the quarterback spot for Ohio state. Mm. And Kyle McCord is supposed to be the guy. Mm -hmm. But when Ryan day goes out there and says early in the season, we're going to play both quarterbacks. It just makes me kind of go, wait a minute. Like Devin Brown is not supposed to be really pushing McCord, but is he? And if he is, I mean, that's Marvin Harrison oh. Jr.'s Heisman Trophy odds are anywhere from plus 1,800 at, at, at Caesars to plus 3,000 at Fandle. It's a pretty big discrepancy between the two prices. They're all over the place. Yeah. The Heisman so you, odds are different at every book. You need to shop around. Right. Before you make a play on a future market like that, you have to shop around because one book could have taken a bet that right. has their you know, risk all skewed and look like Caesar took a bet on Marvin Harrison jr. To win the Heisman. But the problem, I, I, I can't me bet it or even recommend it. Only three wideouts have ever won the thing in the history of the, of the entire uh, award. Devonte Smith in 2020 was the last one to do it, but your quarterback has got to be elite to be a wide receiver, to win the Heisman trophy. I mean, McCord's got to be really good. Now he supposedly is a very good quarterback, but he's got to play like it. So that's my worry about that bet. I don't know who the quarterback is for Ohio State, so I can't say that a wideout wins the Heisman. Wideout's not winning the Heisman. Yeah, so not the way to not the way it, the award is not. It's, it's a quarterback it's, award. It's not happening. Yeah, it's it's a quarterback award, and the only other position I think on the field that could win it is a running back. Ironically. Because running backs have no value in, in the National Football League. A running back with a crazy season on the best team has a chance, but no wide receiver is going to win it. And a defensive player, as good as some have been, they get close, they're not winning it. They're not. Yeah. 
I would agree. Uh, back to baseball here before better to book it. What do you yep. make of six road favorites today in Major League Baseball? Still, I haven't looked at the six refresh. of them. Yep. All right, we got one, two, three, four, five, six right now. Still six. I don't think any of them are going to flip. Um, one a tough day to bet baseball. <laughs> I like Baltimore at home against the Yankees. They're only one of the best teams in the league, and their numbers just <laughs> will not catch up. I just right. don't get it. And the Yankees, are the White the Yankees. Sox just traded everybody. Uh, this you got to bet Cleveland there. Um, who was favored? Cleveland, right? Cleveland's favored yeah. on the road. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense, right? Tampa's favored at Houston. Why? Yeah. That's that's <laughs> McClanahan. Houston. That's McClanahan. Fine, but, uh, okay, Houston. That's that's a play. Give me Houston at home plus money. That's good. Um, Christian wow. Javier seven and two with a four point three two ERA. The problem with him is uh, right. He's four and one at home. ERA three. Yeah, that's a good play. Javier over the Rays. JC from KC is going to tell me Kansas City has a shot tonight. I'm not buying it. Against the Twins? It's Sonny Gray against Brady Singer. I'm not buying it. It's Twins there. Yeah, it's um, Sonny Gray, too. <laughs> can't quit the Gilbert kid. Right. Against no, no Arizona. And Tommy Henry's 5-3 and three with a 4.01 ERA at home. ERA of 3, 1-1, one and one, but it's Gilbert. That's a tough one there. I, I mean, under? Maybe. I mean, with, with Gilbert. Nine is the total. I like under. He's Gilbert six and one on the road with a three point two six ERA. Gilbert's tough on the road. Tough day. It's a tough day in baseball. Ah, uh, yeah. It's a it's it's a it's a brutal day. I would agree with that. All right, boys, watch your ears. Better to book a time. I only have two bets going here for Major League Baseball because, and the number has moved against me on one of these games because I like the over in the Marlins and the Tigers game. That game, the numbers come down. Number is seven in certain places, which is kind of par for the course because I've had a a woeful week betting this week and baseball has kicked me in the you know what. So I, I am I am not happy about where we are. I can't wait to get to Saturday and stop betting baseball. And then I'm probably going to bet golf and NASCAR again on Sunday just to get away from betting baseball. Are you really? I went two. I went three and zero betting golf on the Open Championship. I went one and zero betting NASCAR last week. Oh, the golf was good last. Golf week. was good. Golf was NASCAR very was good this week. I, I want. That. I mean, but a Sunday head to head may not be bad. A NASCAR head to head. Oh, may not if you're be doing bad. the head to heads are good. Yeah, those yeah, are just those one are round. Better. Just a yeah, one round head to head matchup. Like, let's just see what the guys do, and just to avoid betting baseball because it is. This weekend right now with all these trades, everyone, I mean, you can fade the bad teams, but even fading the bad teams, you don't know how they're going to respond. Some young kid could come up and go crazy because he gets right. his opportunity. Yeah. Over um, seven and a half Marlins Tigers, more of a fade on the pitching for the Tigers. On Garrett at home. No. Yeah. Both. Yeah. I like this. The totals coming down. Right. They're either setting us up for something here. Like if we're sitting in a book, I'm going, what are they betting under for? Let them. So it's under minus a quarter. A lot mm -hmm. of places, seven and a half. And some books have gone to seven, seven. with the juice over. So if you see uh, a seven, that's better than seven and a half, obviously, if you're going mm -hmm. over. But I like over. 
I'd say bet this. I would bet the under in the Red Sox Giants game if I was still betting unders. Not betting unders, but I think the under is a good play. Cutter Crawford's phenomenal on the road for the Red Sox. He's mm. bad at home. 2.48 ERA on the road, six ERA at home. It's four and three, 215 opposing batting average. It's Logan Webb. I understand it, but I get plus money on the Red Sox team that's won four straight games against National League opponents, including sweeping the Braves. Red Sox are hot at the moment. They're charging. They want to make a statement to management to go out there and make a trade to go help get them some help to make the playoffs. Red Sox money line plus 130. I say, I say, I say better. Okay. I say bet it. What's number now? Is it come down or gone up? Um, Refresh. Minus 135 or minus 140. What's the plus on? on So plus 120. Okay. Or, you know, the closer split, say you can get plus 123, plus 130. So it it hasn't moved. The the, the West Coast games don't move by the time we're done with the show. So they're, they're the late movers. Um, I got one for you. Yep. Texas at San Diego. Someone just said, if Ryan day loses to Michigan, it's his last season at Ohio state. I don't know about that. I don't know if I buy that heat will be really on though. The heat's on though a little bit. I mean, be three straight losses. Yeah. be Three straight losses. It'll be bad. I mean, if he loses again, it'll be really bad. I don't think he gets fired if he doesn't beat Michigan. Sorry. What's the question? Texas Rangers. Yep. At San Diego. Okay. Dunning against Musgrove. Yeah, I like the Rangers. The Padres. Yeah, the Padres mm-hmm. are minus one sixty. Yeah, I looked at I looked at it. I almost bet it. I mean, it's it's one of the last games that kept it stayed off my card. I, I like it. The I like the Angels. I like the Angels plus and one and a half runs, too. Right. The Angels is a good play today. Angels plus uh, one and a half runs on the run line and then taking the Rangers outright against the Padres. A lot of content people on that one today. Oh, I, really? So, yeah, a lot of oh. content people. Uh, on people the we're familiar run line? with the shows with. Angels? And stuff are on the Angels. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not a coincidence. I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things. We talked about it last night a little bit on the on the radio, on the air, and uh, on some shows. But that's Are you good. coming on Sports Grid tonight, by the way? Or are you going to do stuff? Um, I will be on sports grid only because you're on there. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You can get get a live version of Dave and I on sports grid tonight, (laughs) nine to midnight Eastern time. Joe Madden's going to be alongside as well. So we'll do some stuff with, with those games in game live on sports grid, six to nine, six to seven Pacific, me and you and Joe, and then you carry it home. From seven to nine, I will not be on from seven to nine as well because I will be on from four to six on Sports Grid with Morenci and a cast of characters that you will also be talking to on the back end. Favorite thing about today is what we can do the whole show inside of the Sports Grid window. Excellent work, two guests, multiple hats, roll call Friday, all of the above. All of it is my favorite thing about today so far. Okay, but I got one daughter in the house. The other two are gone. And um, the favorite thing about today is my date that I'm going to have with my nine-year-old for lunch. Oh, no. Oh, yet. She's probably not even watching. And I might have to drag her somewhere kicking and screaming because school routine starts in four days 
Next week is practice week for school where we go to bed at a regular time and we do all of this stuff. (laughs) You heard she just said she said no. (laughs) Maddie, you're going to get to talk in one second. You start the routine the week before school starts. We go to bed at a regular time. We get up in the morning and we do all of the stuff. Okay. So that's the deal. Favorite thing about today is that school routine starts next week. It's fun weekend this weekend. Last fun weekend. I know somebody that might be having a party. We know anything about that? (laughs) Tell everyone how old you're turning. Nine. What are we doing on Sunday for your party? Um, I'm going to California Pizza Kitchen and then one of my favorite stores. What are we doing in your favorite store? Talking to the mic. Um, I'm going to make a bubble bar. and A bubble bar? Yes. What's a bubble bar? It's like, it's a soap. Okay. Show everyone how you have no teeth. She's lost okay. both both sides of her two teeth. She's like a hockey player. That looks awesome. (laughs) She's got monster gaps. She's lost two teeth in a week. They both just popped out. Go ahead. All gone. Oh no. You guys, you guys are all losing your teeth at the same time. (laughs) Nine years old with all your teeth. It's all gone. What have you been doing the whole entire time? Watching my iPad. Great. Okay. All right. Say happy birthday. I, I, I want to happy talk birthday, you. Maddie. I want to talk about you. Yeah. So, bye. 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 <laughs> um, yes. Yes. Later. See ya. So you did this with Kylie and it's true because she changed my name too. Kylie changed your name. She changed my name. 2014. Midnight about 12, 13 minutes past midnight. That crazy thing came into the world and changed everything. <laughs> and I had one of the wildest moments overnight. I've told the story before, but, you know, being by just the two of us, just me and her, six hours, put her down, went to Fenway Park, did a radio show at Fenway Park, was in the, in the, in the dugout, went back. <laughs> I was dad, still working, still doing radio. It's going to be, a, it's like one of my proudest moments. My kid got born. I still did radio on the same day and I did it from Fenway Park. <laughs> So in hindsight, would you do it again? Hundred percent. The radio. Yes. Oh hell yeah, that was unbelievable. I I got to run around and tell everyone I was a father. It was unreal. It was like I was at my favorite place in the world. It's just, again, like when I die, that's what I want. I want someone when I die, take my ashes, find a way to get me on a Fenway Park. That's where I want to be. I don't want to be. I don't want. I don't need. I don't need a. a I don't need anything. Just drop me when you want to go see dad. Dad's at Fenway. Go see me. That's where I want to be. I was so happy to just leave the room and go across the street and get a cheesesteak. I was so happy. Uh, oh, no I was doubt. a place called Uncle Sam's down in nice. Arizona, one of my favorite places. If it was still there, we would go oh. do a show there. It's big wall of sports and TVs and great cool. cheesesteaks and sandwiches and wings. It's awesome. I tell a place. Let's go. Oh. I'm hungry now. I, I need to get out of that room. That little baby was just staring at me, and I was like... Here, just do give me an hour. I don't know what to do. She kept remember the baby just looking at you all the time. Yeah, I remember the baby God. just sucking because because my mom taught me how to put. She's like, just make sure the baby's gonna be gonna be wanting to suck and teeth. So stick your finger in your baby's mouth so it, it can mimic it until <laughs> mom until mom comes out of her coma because mom literally got a bad reaction to the drugs. So I just was walking around oh. like this for six hours with with Madeline. There's pictures of me like just like frazzled and you know, going like. 
what, what in the world is happening to me? My life is changing so fast. This is crazy. You know, I'm, I'm going from this to this and oh no. And, you know, it's, it's been a ride. I mean, you know, you've got three of them. I got one. It's just, it's, it's a ride parenting, being a, becoming a father. It's every day. You don't know, like you say, every day you wake up, and oh, you, you don't know what's going to happen. Know nothing. <laughs> curveball after curveball after curveball getting thrown. Just, yeah. Sometimes you see it coming. Sometimes, sometimes you don't, you don't. You take Lying a bitch. Sometimes you flare it in the right. Other times you get a hanger and you hit it over the fence and we're having a good day. Seriously. Other times you buckle your knees and go, Hey, you got me today. I, I didn't see that one. Guys, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you for all the super thanks too as well. That's the first time we were ever seen that cup of run on our roll call Friday. That was really, really cool. We appreciate everything. The support you guys give us is unmatched and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for doing everything to help this show stay on and what we do each and every day here. Yes. Tell someone about hit you know, as Jeff Benny says, don't be a bum, hit the thumb, but also hit the bell. Tell everybody when we're going live. Have a great weekend. You can watch Dave and I tonight on Sports Grid if you're so inclined to do so at around 9.30. Tell the people that you are, if you are, please. Put it on the Twitter. Take yeah. a picture. Take screen, a picture. Tell us. Tag yeah. the Sports Grid a little bit because, I don't know. They, they don't think anybody's watching. I think oh, people are watching. We'll I see. think people are watching. Our people are watching. I know that. Our people, so our people are watching. Thank you. At Boston versus the book on Twitter to follow the show as well. For Dave, I'm Matt. Happy Roll Call Friday. We'll talk to you on Monday for BVB. BVB.